don't you love it that I just like I'm just like I'm Jim and you're like I am Wesley Anthony Clerget. Absolutely. I love that. I actually love yeah. that. <laughs> it's the dichotomy. It's the dichotomy, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. everyone welcome back to two guys talking shit i am jim one of your hosts and i am wesley anthony clerget your second host of two guys talking shit happy don't new you year, jim happy new year to you too wesley anthony clerget absolutely i love that i actually love yeah. that <laughs> it's the dichotomy it's the dichotomy you yeah know? yeah 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 absolutely but happy new year you're exactly right today is january 1st 2023 Ugh. episode two Right? Oh my gosh. Episode you two. Know, episode two, but I'm just so excited. We're starting off the new year, you know, uh, really happy that we finally got this off the ground. It's taken us so long, but I'm so excited. There's so many it's, things that are going on. Absolutely. And, you know, just the fact that we started is such a huge thing, right? I mean, just put that, just put it out there, you know, just, just record, just record. Absolutely. And that yeah. could be for, for, for anything, you know, like anything. life is just get started, you know, yeah, just do it. And if you don't know how to do it, that's okay. You'll learn. Yeah. You'll do things wrong. You'll make mistakes. Uh, but the only way that you fail is if you quit. That's true. That's true. Cause that's it's never kind of... a failure. It's never a failure. It's just yeah. lessons. Yeah. And that's, I think one thing that I want to do more this year in 2023, I want to fail more. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and fail. I, I'm a firm believer that, you know, the more failures you have, you get closer to success every time. Absolutely. So Absolutely. If I told you, failure. if yeah. I told you, you had to fail 50 times before you got cast in your dream role, you'd find every audition you could humanly possibly find. <laughs> Hands down. Without a doubt. Every day I would be going out here hoeing myself around to any but Exactly. Exactly. What I've always it's yeah. No no no. Yeah, oh totally. Totally. You (laughs) know, I uh, Yeah, totally. You know, in sales they say that too, right? They if I told you that fifty no's would get you that one that you needed, you'd go out and go you'd go after it. You'd be like, Oh, I can do fifty, or I can do twenty five, or I can do, you know. But people Absolutely. see that as, but people always see those as failures instead of just just part of the journey, right? I and know. I'm, and I think I do that too. Yeah, I mean, we're. I, I think uh, that comes with experience, you know, like yeah, life experience and telling people it's like, hey, man, you just gotta fail. You just gotta like fall on your face sometimes because you realize that's not the best way to go about it. But the yeah. best thing that you could always tell yourself is just keep going. You know, failure is yeah. gonna come. And life is going to smack you around a bunch of different ways every single time. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm tw- like this. This is crazy. I'm saying things now that my parents used to say to me when I was a kid. And I'm thinking about it out loud. And it infuriates me to know that they were right. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Well, I always find myself saying things that my parents said. Right. I'm always like repeating things that I heard them say. And then I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe I just said that. Yeah. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I'm much older than you and I am just coming around to that realization, right? Because everybody's journey is different. Everybody's journey is different. So my journey just happens to be, uh, you know, that I, I have trouble getting things started. 
I have trouble stepping off because, you know, that paper, that paper wall is in front of you. And until you poke your whole poke a hole through it to see what's on the other side um, and see that it's just a paper wall, uh, it's scary. It's scary to get going. And so so one of my goals this year also is to fail. Speaking of which, it's the new year. And, I, you know, everybody's always talking about resolutions, New Year's resolutions. I don't make resolutions. I don't believe in them. I set new goals. Yeah, I like that. I definitely yeah. like that. Because a, a resolution is ju- you're just setting yourself up to fail. I agree. You're just I mean, what is a resolution? I resolve to, you know, sounds like something a- that you would say in anime. Do yeah. you have the resolve? <laughs> <laughs> With your really close up. Do you have the yeah. resolve? Yeah, I love yeah. it. Uh, exactly. No, I like a new goal. Go ahead. Tell us. Tell yeah. Us so no. Goal. So that's it. Right. That's the, the goal. And and my goal this year for setting goals, uh, the main one that I've got is that I'm not just going to set the goal. I'm going to try to put a system in place to get me to it. That's good. Because I don't want it to just be a wish and I don't want it to be something that I'm just that I work towards just every once in a while. I want there to be a system in place. And if if the system is I only work on it five minutes a day, you know, and on Monday I get this done and on Tuesday I get this done and Wednesday I get, you know, it doesn't matter. That's still moving forward. And I have a system that keeps me going. Right. Yeah, that's great. For all you listeners out there, that's what you call setting yourself up for success. (laughs) I feel like I should be like, (laughs) I just, I don't know. I make shit up in my head. (laughs) Um, So that's one of my, that's one of my goals. Uh, My goal is to be better to myself, right? Just in general, be better to myself. Um, You know, be more forgiving, Give myself more grace. I give people a lot of grace, but I don't give myself that much grace. So give myself a little more grace, um, you know, treat my body well, you know, and set up a system to do that. So we're setting up a system, my wife and I both. Uh, today, we did our first yoga and we're going to do right. yoga every day because um, we have time. We have time. What do we do? We right. sit in front of the, we sit in front of the television in the evening when we could, you know, we could take 20 minutes, half an hour and do yoga. Come on. Do yoga. Yeah. Yeah. I so. I love that man. I really do. I love that for you. I'm excited. I'm excited to see you know the trajectory of this year. I mean, I think it's going to be beautiful, and and you setting yourself up in that manner is going to be, I think, do wonders for you know our mental and emotional health. And exactly, and, like, exactly. That's going to just propel you onto new heights, and that's that's something that really excites me. I'm happy that's to hear right. that, man. That's yeah, great. and so I'm still working on the goals, right? I don't feel like I have to have them all done by. No, and I'm, I, <laughs> like I 100% agree with at you. At midnight, no. right? Absolutely not. So speaking uh, of midnight, are you a guy that stays up for the ball drop in New York? I, I try to. I really do. Um, last night, I fell asleep. Not going to lie. I mi- oh, that's I fell really funny. Because yeah. last night, I usually usually we just go to bed. We're like, it's not right. even falling asleep. We're just like, uh, happy new year. Go to bed. <laughs> But this year, this year we had friends over and, and at 11 o'clock, because we're on central time at 11 o'clock, we watched the ball drop in New York and then our friends left, but my daughter still had friends over uh, and we're going to have friends over until midnight. Right. And so we stayed up and we just never do that. 
We just never stay up. That's great. See, the thing is, when we were younger, or when I was younger, my family we always we used to oh. stay all the time. Like it was, it was the most important 12, thing. One, two, three, four. It was like, guys, I'm tired. Like I'm yeah. seven. Let's go to bed. <laughs> I am seven, and I am fucking tired. You better just put me to you bed. Know, and the funny thing is, I tell my mom this every year. I say, Mom, it's your fault I am the way I am. The day before I was born, uh, my mom, so I was born on June 6th. My mom on June 5th is nine months pregnant with me. And she went out dancing with all of her friends till like yes. four o'clock in the morning. And I then can just see little Wesley in there just boogie into that music. And, and that's what she said. She said, I knew you were going to do music when you were older. I went out dancing. You heard it all night. And I said, no, I wanted to get out. It was too much bump, bump, bump. <laughs> it was quiet for nine months. And all of a sudden, there's all this loud music. Get me out of here. <laughs> what, the, what, what is that? God. Couldn't you have chosen like the symphony or something? Something, right? <laughs> something instead of house music? Come on. <laughs> I mean, it was. And the funny thing is, that's 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 my aunt. I love her to death. And my she knows the story so well because she went out with my mom. And she was like, oh, yeah, we were having a great time. We were dancing. It was great. We were like, oh, my was, God, that's great. my mom. It's 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 beautiful growing up in my household. You got to have thick skin, not going to lie. I grew up in a very Caribbean household. Like yeah. the the way I grew up is very, very different comparatively to like a majority of people that I know. Um, but it's one of the best things that I love about myself and I love about my family. Our culture is lively and vibrant and our personalities are all the same. I'm the least dramatic person in my household and I work in theater. How... Trust me, well, I, I that, know. How is that possible? <laughs> it's, it's trust me. I work. I know. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. work how in theater and the arts, and I'm the least dramatic person in my house. Yeah, my family you know, loves to. Go ahead. In my house, uh, you had to have thick skin because you were going to be picked on. Oh yeah. No matter what, you you were going to be picked on. If you, God forbid, you make a mistake, right? Because everybody was going to jump all over that. And give you a hard time, but it was all done in love and kindness. It was never mean, never mean spirited. Right. Right. Uh, but you know that created a thick skin on me, and then it also taught me how to laugh at myself. Absolutely, absolutely. You know? And I think those and are that that's the was, best household. That's so. That was so important. So important. Now I agree with you. Did you have this? Is a random question, honestly. Did you have like? Uh, homemade stockings that you guys made like as a family or something when you were younger? My mom knit our stockings. Oh, that's beautiful. She, that's a house had... filled with love. Oh, yeah, yeah man. The each, all of us had thing. knit stockings. It was hand-knit. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it I was find... amazing. And, and Christmas was my mom's, like, that was her jam, right? Mine we didn't too. do a whole lot for birthdays or anything else. I mean, we had a birthday cake and a couple presents and, you know, but nothing right. big at all but christmas was out of control <laughs> christmas was my it's the same thing my mom goes all out for christmas and she always says she said you if jesus came to our house you expect him to have something nice don't you and so she decks it all out and, I, and i'm like see that's what i mean by i'm the least dramatic person in my house who comes up with that 
I, oh, I have no idea. I have no idea. I can't even, I, I can't even talk about the conversation that Kate and I had in the car. Cause it's, it would, it would, we would get anybody that was listening to it would, would message and be like, I can't believe you said that. That's blasphemy. Right. But we were laughing. Most, we were totally yeah. laughing. We were like, we were like, right. You know, most of the conversations that we have, I feel like are going to be like that, oh. where it's like, we're going to push the boundary. But I, I think the thing about us particularly is we always do it out of love. There's no like yeah. anger or resentment yeah. that comes from it. It's like, these yeah. are all jokes, guys. Come on. Like we are yeah. two thick skinned people <laughs> and we will joke about close to chuckles. just about anything. Yeah. Our goal is to give you 12 chuckles. Our listeners. Every day. Come on. Like, yeah, babe. Baby, you gotta have it. Gotta have it. Yeah, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, that was a good reference. That was nicely done. You slid that right in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. If you don't know what that reference is, go look it up. Oh, just type in "Yeah, baby" and see what comes up. I love those movies. Those were great movies. Oh my god, the first, the first one. I just, oh. Just so brilliant. Just brilliant. Honestly, I so think funny. I, I don't know if they could like re-release them. Like if they came out today, how would they perform? Oh. oh. It's like releasing think... Tropic Thunder in 2023. That's not gonna do well at all. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't think that Robert Downey Jr. in Blackface is gonna go well? I you know the funny thing is I watched an interview of his um and he was so nervous about it. And it, cause his mom was like why are you doing this? And he's like, why not mom? Like why it's the not? studio. Why? <laughs> so, and here's, I, I, so this is interesting because um, we could go into the whole history of blackface and how awful it oh, was yeah. just horrible. It was, I mean, I watched holiday in um, cause it's, it's actually is one of my favorite movies, but right. there is a 10 minute section that I cannot watch. I am like, okay, just let the film run. I'm going to go into the other room. Cause it's all blackface. Right. And that was made in like 1938. So yeah, 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 it yeah, is yeah. just, and so that was when nobody was, nobody was thinking about that. They all thought it was okay. Right. But I did find out that behind the scenes that Fred Astaire at did not, and Bing were not happy about it. They did not want to do it. Really? Actually, that makes yeah. sense. That makes yeah, a lot of they sense. Were, yeah, they were like, they were like, this is, I am, you know, I, I well, know why we're doing this, it, because the time period that we're trying to represent, they were doing this, but they were like, we are not comfortable with this at all. That's so. first off, good on them. Just yeah. to go say, like, yeah. there are good men who exist, and there are good people who exist in the world throughout, throughout history. That's I a wish I was thing. one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be one of them, you know? Uh, I think there's levels to it, you know, <laughs> There's levels. yeah, well, you know what I was, what I was getting to though, is the thing that I liked. Um, I love Tropic Thunder. I think it's so hysterical. And one of the things I like about the way they did it with Robert Downey Jr. Is that to his character, it was like, he'd done everything else. Yeah. But he hadn't been able to be a black man. So in his mind, it was not out of making fun or racism or anything like that. It was out of, this is the greatest challenge ever, right? Right. 
yeah. you know, that's the way he approached it. It was like, this, this is the greatest challenge ever. So hysterical. And I think the other reason it might play today is because they keep picking on him throughout the whole thing about it. Like oh they yeah, don't, that's true. They do not let yeah. up on him about it. So it's it's like it's like the wink to the audience. Like we know this is terrible. We know this is awful. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 No. And you know what? You're right because he did not get a lot of pushback when the movie came out on it. Like people were just oh, like, no. "We get it. It's a funny bit." You guys did like it, and it was it done comes... respectfully. It was yeah. not done in mocking, in a mocking way at all. No, it wasn't. Or even, I mean, he even tried not to be, if you watch it, he even tries not to be stereotypical of what people would think that is. Yeah. Even though he has no choice but to go into some of those stereotypes. Yes. He tries not to, right? He Very hard. Yeah. Yeah. He tries not to. So, um, you know, good on them. Good on them. But I, I do think that there probably would, I agree, there probably would be some some lash you know, like there been a lot, a lot of a lot yeah. of pushback on that well think about it i mean uh, growing up i grew up watching caddyshack and watching you know ghostbusters great movie. And watch, great you movie. know all of those great movies all those great comedies back then like caddyshack does not play well today no absolutely it does not, not play well today and and a lot of bill murray's early stuff doesn't play well stripes does not play well today yeah actually yeah it does not we watched i watched scrooge scrooged which i like i think it's a great version of um you know a christmas carol i mean it's it's not it's not like a classic but i think it's fun right? right but there are parts of that that i was like you could never get away with that today right so those movies just you know it was a different time different time it people is. weren't so you know we call it the woke culture but people weren't you know people back then nobody was speaking out right no. nobody was speaking up and the people that were speaking up were effectively muffled by the mainstream media right by yes. the people in control and so we never we didn't hear about it we didn't know about it we didn't we weren't talking about you know black lives matter and um, no, you know, all of that, that was never, it wasn't a thing, right? No, I mean, it, people didn't even want to talk about HIV and AIDS, like exactly they didn't, that exactly. didn't exist, you know? Well, what Ronald Reagan didn't say AIDS until what, like late in his presidency, super it was late. like, oh, it was super late. It was like 1987. It was like right at the end of his presidency, which right. is just disgusting to think about. Um, but enough. Enough. Yeah, enough. We it's the new year. We're starting that. off on a, new, exactly. on a high note, on a good note, everybody. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If you have thoughts about that, um, don't let us know. We don't want to know about your thoughts <laughs> yeah. about that conversation, really. It's it's okay. Yeah. We can all think different things. It's all right. Yeah. Put your thumb. Put your thumbs away. It's okay. Right. <laughs> you'll be okay. <laughs> Look, y'all, if you get offended by anything we say, don't at us. Yeah. Don't. Just, don't just, do it. Yeah, just don't listen to us. Just don't listen to us. Yeah. Don't uh, tune in. So – but yeah. like comment for the algorithm though. You like you do that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Say, I'm not gonna listen to you anymore, right? We love that'd that. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I would love that. There was one thing I wanted to ask you about, actually. So now yeah. that we kind of ended uh 2022 and we're starting like a new year, new fresh start and everything, I wanted to ask you, you know, what were some of your like best or favorite moments of 2022? 
Wow. 2022 was rough for me. It was a tough year. I'll be, yeah, I'll be, I know. I'll be honest. It was a tough year. Um, highlights of the year. I think, I think a highlight of the year was actually crawling out of what I was going through. I think Good. getting to the other side and being able to breathe and go, Oh, I'm okay. Right. I yeah. think that's a highlight. Um, I know, I know people are like, Oh, but it's gotta be something that happened. It's got, well, that's a huge thing that happened. Right. Yeah. That's that, that was huge. Um, and I think just the time that I spent, um, Oh, no, I know I'm being I, the most obvious thing that happened this year. I got hired by a job that I loved. I got right. fired. I got fired from that job. So that was at the beginning of the year. I got fired wow. from that job. Okay. And then I got hired at the job that I'm at now, which is absolutely where I'm supposed to be. Wow. I'm, I've been looking 22 years for this job. And so it finally happened. And so the, even though I didn't know that getting fired was – well, I didn't get fired. I got laid off. It wasn't really firing because I didn't do anything wrong. Right. Um, but isn't it – it's odd to think that getting laid off is a highlight. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that just goes to show you like when one door closes and you thought that that was your door that you were supposed to be in, oh, that you're supposed to go through. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I was like – I was thrilled to be there. I loved what I was doing. Um, right. I thought for sure that that's what I should be doing. Uh, but yeah, and then another and then, one just opened up and like that. Now you feel like that's where you're supposed to be. Absolutely. And the job that I got at the University of Chicago, I work at the University of Chicago. The job that I got had been open for eight months and they'd not found anybody for it. Wow. It was just waiting for me. That's it was great. literally just waiting for me. That's great. Man, I'm so I'm so round of applause for you. Like that's really, really. I don't mean that in like a, a, a sarcastic I know you don't. way. No, like, I know you people don't. People are gonna be I like, know. "Wow, what an asshole!" No, I mean that. Well, you know, they think that whether you do, whether you've done that sarcastically or not. So. Oh, I, I know the way that I come across. People are like, "This guy's a dick," and then all the people who like met me in person will be like. No, he's super nice. Like I was like really nice guys. He's really super nice. Yeah. So no, I think that's that's definitely a a a, a true highlight. Um, I also took a great Shakespeare class. I love Shakespeare, uh, but I used to be scared Ooh. of Shakespeare. Um, I know I am. I have. It. Oh, I've got the class for you. I've got the class for you. Um, here in Chicago, a, a wonderful woman teaches Shakespeare, and it's brilliant. And you will learn to love it. Great. Okay. And she and she takes you right where you're at and totally just um wherever you're at, she just takes you and builds you up. Just builds. Right. It's it's amazing. Right. I the first time I took a class from Susan, um hi Susan, I know you're not listening, but hi. Um the first time I took a class, there was a there was somebody that took the class that had no acting experience at all. Zero acting experience. Um and they were able to take that person in five weeks. They were able to have him do a Shakespeare monologue and really do it. Like wow. it was not just saying the words like he got it. He knew what he was saying. He knew what he was talking about. He knew what the point was, what his argument was, what all, all of that. He knew everything that he understood, everything he was saying, all the words, all the weird phrases that Shakespeare uses and, She's brilliant. 
She's that's brilliant. fantastic. Yeah. I've so that's what I'm terrified of that, but that's great. Oh, it, and understandably, right? Because he's intimidating. You know, you hear all these great actors that are like, I studied Shakespeare. I'm a classical actor. Blah, 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 right, right, right. right? And, and, and it's true. It's true. And the interesting thing that I didn't know would happen is that after I took that class, the effect that that had on the rest of my acting, it was life changing. Really? It was like, it was, it changed, it, it changed me. It changed me. Wow. Yeah. For, for all of you out there that don't know anything about like what we're talking about, Shakespeare, of course, is a poet, right? But he is hands down one of the hardest playwrights to perform. Like yeah, absolutely and, in terms of I like mean, acting ability and understanding the text and delivering it, it yeah. is hands down yeah. one of the hardest to perform. Yep. And, and you know, um, the interesting thing is, is that if you most people are like, I don't like Shakespeare. I don't like Shakespeare. Right. They're like Shakespeare's. I don't understand him. He's hard. He's blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. Well, if it's because the people that are doing it don't know what they're doing. For the most part, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly, it's that they don't know what they're doing. And so since they don't know what they're saying, how could you possibly know what they're saying? That's Honestly. True. Honestly. A good Shakespearean actor, a person that understands Shakespeare and understands all the technical little details of Shakespeare, you will understand what, what's happening. You won't need exactly. – you, you don't need to be scared of it. You'll get it. You may not know exactly all the references that are made and exactly all the – right, but you'll know what the story is and you will right. be involved. You'll get the idea. So, you'll get the concept. Yeah. Totally. Totally. So if, you're, if you've ever seen Shakespeare and you're like, I don't understand. I don't get it. I, I don't understand it. He's, I don't want to see him. I don't understand him. Well, it's because you saw it poorly done. So go that's, find somebody that's doing it well. That's true. And it's don't unfortunate, but it, it's true. Yeah, and don't make it Macbeth. The movie Macbeth that just came out. Don't do that. Guys, go go buy a ticket to a theater. Go and like, see go do it go for real. Go see a show. Go like yeah. go yeah. like spend a yeah. little bit of money and go yep. see a really good performance of something. You know why? That's exactly because when right. the pandemic happened, you went to Netflix. You went to actors. We all did, okay? We yep. all did. You went to people who would bring you joy, who would have you experience something that you would never you went to reality TV. The whole world was talking about the Tiger King. For what? <laughs> what do we do? I still, I still have not seen it. Oh I my god! Ha- I just have no desire. I have like, no desire I, either. It's like a, it's like a train wreck. I just can't. I don't want to see it. I it's just don't want to see it. It's worse than a train wreck, honestly. <laughs> like I'm telling you, I watched it, and I. Immediately after I finished it, I said, this was a waste of my damn time. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like when you get, it's like when you walk out of a movie and you're like, I will never get those two hours back. Absolutely. I'll never get them back. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. The like hilarity and hijinks that ensued in the show. Ridiculous. Like abs- if Ludacris had a picture definition, Tiger King would be like there. Oh, that's but funny. In that's terms funny. of like, content that you're consuming what are we doing 
what, what is going doing? on? What are we doing? Exactly. So so let's let's backtrack because we are we went off on a tangent, of course, again, as we do. And I will do that all the time. You're probably going to be the one that's going to have to pull me back because uh, my brain works in a way that I just go. And and by I the have... time I'm saying the thing over here, I've had 10 thoughts in between that I didn't say to get there. Right. So, right. Uh, but what about you? Wes, what what are highlights of this last year for you? Oh, of 2022? that's right. That's what we were talking about. That's um, what we were talking yeah. about. I know. I know. <laughs> craziness, craziness, right? I said uh, that I took a Shakespeare class, and that's why. And that was one of the highlights. That's um, great. So that's why. Uh, I mean, this past year, I did a lot of singing and a lot of performing, and that was like a really good thing for me. And I'm really happy about that. Uh, yeah. It took me a long time to like make make a livable wage and like actually not be like a starving actor you know i don't believe i don't believe in starving artists yeah you know you don't have to be a starving artist and you don't it's you really don't um you don't and there are plenty there are plenty of people that that like we both know in the industry where it's like no like we just work as actors like that's our job i gotta be i've gotta i've gotta eat popcorn and peanut butter because i'm an actor yeah that's that that stage is good luck that it's sailed like <laughs> you yeah know? that ship has sailed yeah it's it's uh it's been a beautiful thing oh i would say one that's of the awesome best... congratulations on that that's amazing i love hearing one, that one of the best things i think i got to do this past year which was just it was really cool for me um i got to like share the stage with two grammy winning artists and that yes, was awesome did. yes that was you did. super awesome why don't you tell why don't you tell everybody what what you did? Yeah, so this past year uh I did Children of Eden at the Cadillac Palace in Chicago, which is like it's the same theater that does Broadway in Chicago and right. it's wonderful. It's a Huge beautiful theater, theater ma- like massive theater. Um and I got to sing with uh David Phelps, uh who's I can't remember what his Grammy is for. Uh but guy's got an incredible, incredible voice, and I was his understudy, and I I got to learn from him. And we talked, oh and it was God. great. Like That's it was amazing. wonderful. It was so wonderful. I got to meet Stephen Schwartz, which was awesome. Like the guy who ran my childhood, like all the time, <laughs> ran the Gambit, Pocahontas, Prince of Egypt. The guy is yeah, super super cool. Yep. Uh, and like getting to sing for him, like having solos and singing for him, and the wow, funny thing that's is that special. That's like, special, incredible. And then, uh, like singing, not only like in front of Michelle Williams of Destiny's Child, but like also getting to do a duet with her as well, which was super cool. Like it was a beautiful, beautiful thing I got to experience this year. I was really grateful for the opportunity. Um, yeah, it just goes to show that like with hard work and dedication, you know, to something that you love and you really put like everything out there, you yeah. get to sing some great things. At least for me, I was always about just the singing and the music. And honestly, well, you said hard, something. It was great. Yeah. You said something that I think is so important because I am all about manifesting. I think thoughts become things. Yeah. Um, I truly believe that. Um, I believe the secret, the book, the secret, and the sh- the movie, the secret, got part of it right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They got part of it right. Um, I uh, and I I love that book and I love that movie because of what they're trying to teach. 
Uh, but the part they missed is that you have to take steps toward it. Yeah. Like, you can't, You. it's not a wish. Right? Manifesting is not a wish. But it also is not going to just magically happen. Right? Absolutely. You have to take, now, who knows the how of your, you're going to get there. Nobody knows the how. That Nobody ever hands. does. Yeah. That's out of our hands. That is not, not for us to know. But, um, you know, you have to do something. You can't yeah. try to manifest it and then just sit there and wait for it. Um, and so I think the the work part of it is what they missed. You know, because I can't manifest a million dollars and just all of a sudden be handed a million dollars. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. But I can manifest, I can think about that and then do things to work toward that. Even if they're small steps, doesn't matter, just steps, yeah. right, uh, to get that. So, but that's what you did. That's what yeah. you did. You manifested yeah. it. And it was, it was incredible. I mean, like, one of the things that I always told myself, I've always wanted to know I wanted to do music since I was like 12. It's like 11 yeah. or 12. I was, I always knew I was called to do something in that world. Um, and being able to do that this year, and and share the stage with those people and the rest of my castmates as well too. It was a talented cast. I mean, I'm sure there was a really really talented cast of people. We also had Sam Sui in there, who's super nice and great. Um, uh, uh, Corinne Hawthorne as well. She's a great gospel singer. We have, I mean, it was a, a I love talented that group of people. I like, love that music. Hey, music for those of you that great. don't know, um, Stephen Schwartz wrote Wicked. I'm sure most people know what Wicked is. Um, and he wrote this before he wrote Wicked. Yes. Uh, and um, you can hear – when you hear this, when you hear Children of Eden and then you listen to Wicked, you totally hear the influence that Children of Eden had on him Absolutely. to create Wicked. The, Absolutely. Uh, some of the things are so Children of Eden, right? Yeah. They're so – that's where he first did it. Uh, and then he was able to move that along, as most composers do, and use that style again. But Children of, Z of Eden is where he's developed it. And there are that music is so beautiful. So it's, beautiful. Yeah, definitely underrated. Um, yeah, it's, totally. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful, like, story of humanity. Yep, and I think that's, that's right. what people miss about it. They're like, they get so locked up in the Bible thing. of It's like, Get it's not about that. that. It's yep. not about that. You're it's missing about the that. point of the story. Uh, That's right. If you, if you haven't listened to it or seen it or gone out and, and watched it, because we will be live streaming it. The company will be live streaming it, uh, I believe, come 2023. Uh, so watch out really? for that. Yeah. It'll be coming out soon. Uh, super excited about that. Uh, it's going to be great. I'm I'm really excited. Uh, we don't know what the – or I'll say I don't know. I'm sure the, the rest of the production team knows. But I don't know what the stages are past that. Uh, but we've gotten a lot of great things happening for it. So it'll so, be great. So my understanding is that it's heading to Broadway. Well, I my understand that's my understanding. <laughs> the the word on the street is the rumors that mean, are that it's that it's being picked up. I've I've heard I've heard those rumors as well too. Um, but as we all know in theater, it's a rumor. You never know. Yeah. Can't, can't, can't hang your hat on a rumor. No, but it's one of those things where I was, I was really proud of myself and um, just putting like, 
I've been singing now for, I'll say this, I've been singing seriously, like really taking it serious for about 10 years now, maybe 11 years, 10, 11 years now. And I'm starting to finally see, first off, my voice was not able to do things that it can do now that it was doing oh, yeah. 10 years ago. There was oh, yeah. no it's way. It's a muscle. It's a muscle. Yeah. You like have, you had you to know. let it grow. I had to let That's it grow. That's exactly right. You know, um, now I'm hitting like the prime of my singing career. And also, I don't believe that. I don't believe that, Wes. I think you've got quite a long, t- quite a long ways uh, in this prime. It may, this may be your prime. This may be the, it, like the beginning of it. This is yeah. the beginning of it. Yeah, yeah, this is totally the beginning of it. Well, a, a, a man's voice doesn't mature until he's 25. Exactly. So, so, and then vocally, it's even later than that. So it's, you know, you are right. You are right in the, you are starting to, you're right in the heart of it right yeah. now. Yeah. And the crazy thing is I made the strangest transition for me. I, for those of you who don't know, I studied classical music. So I studied opera. Um, so I did things in Italian, German, French, yeah. even occasionally Russian. Like it was, yeah. it was tough, but I made the transition from baritone to tenor actually. And it's done wonders for my voice, but also done, it's done wonders for my wallet. If I'm being honest, um, and it wasn't that like I True. forced my voice to do one thing or another. I've always had a voice where teachers would always tell me, are you sure you're not a tenor? No, he's a baritone. Are you sure you're not yeah. a tenor? You... Yeah. And as I kept getting older and my voice kept developing, it kept, it, it kept expanding. It just kept expanding to a point where yeah. I was like, even me myself, I was like, I think I'm a tenor. Like, I think this is a normal thing I have to get my yeah. head around. And, yeah. making that and a classical just, and a classical tenor is totally different, completely than completely like different. a Broadway tenor or any. I mean, it's a completely different technique to get there. Um, oh yeah. So uh, and you can transit. Then you can. It's like it's like classical acting, right? If you have that core of classical good technique, right? Then you can you can branch off and yes. do other things, right? which is great which is awesome. And that's what you do. Um, but yeah, yeah that's amazing. Was, yeah. That's amazing, I would say West. those were like two of my really like big things that happened this year. Oh, and then I, I lost 60 pounds. I lost what? 60 pounds. Yeah. I was the heaviest. I was like at the very beginning of last year, like ever in my so life. I, when I knew you, you were the heaviest you'd been. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. 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 And you've lost 60 pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixty pounds. Oh and my I was, god! Congratulations. That's thank you, amazing. Man. Thank you. I'm. It, all it was is I changed like my life motto, like how I live my life and how I live authentically for myself. Um, yeah. I started leading with like vulnerability because I didn't want to share. Thank I you, Brene Brown. I wanted to hold on to everything, and yep. I realized it just kept me anxious it kept me so wound up and i felt like everyone was trying to take something from me that's right now i'm living a life with abundance now and joy expounded upon my life honestly so So good let go and congratulations on that too that's so good man that is so good yeah uh i'm so happy to hear you hear you say that that is uh that is a that's a truism 
right? Vulnerability is so important. Um, I'm a huge Brene Brown fan and uh, that she's, that's her thing is vulnerability, yeah. right? And she's also about if you're not in the arena, you have no right to criticize. True. Absolutely. If you are not in the arena, you have no right to say anything yeah. against what's going on, right? You got to put yourself in the arena. Oh, I totally agree. I totally agree with that. No, that's why I, I mean, can. That's why I can tear. That's why we can tear musicals apart so well, right? Because oh, we're yeah. in the arena and we've done poopy musicals. <laughs> yes, yes, we we've have. done bad work. So oh. <laughs> we've been in those trenches, and it's trenches, people. Oh. Like you don't understand <laughs> when you go out to do the show and there's two people in the audience because the show's mm. that bad. <laughs> Yikes! Been there. Yeah. I've been in a situation yeah. where <laughs> where a company literally was like, we're not even going to do the show because it's not financially worth it. We're just going to yeah, give these people their money back. Yeah. 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 That is, ladies and gentlemen, that's the trenches. Yeah. That is, We've, that is, you are, you are not in the arena. You are digging through the dirt floor of the arena. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> you are dirty at that point. <laughs> yeah. And people, look, people, but, it happens at all levels. Like, don't think oh, that just totally. because you're like, oh, I'm just getting. It happens at every level. Every okay? level. Every so, level. There's bad. There's there is bad work on Broadway. And if you don't think there is, buy a ticket. <laughs> buy a ticket, and you'll see. I could. I could even just say, just listen to some of the soundtracks, some some of the cast recordings. That's true. That's true. And look, don't get me wrong. We're not saying that the actors are bad. Sometimes no. it's the vision. That's right. Some, like there's not always, there's always a reason behind why things turn out the way they do. You have right. to no matter what. analyze those things. No matter you know? what, whether it's in theater, whether it's in football, whether it's in, you know, computer programming, whether no matter what, right. Right? Exactly. there's always, there's always a driving force behind it. There's something influencing it behind it. I use football because we're in the we're in the heat of football, right? The right heat. right I now. Mean, the, play, ah. the playoffs are about to start. I'm not going to lie. I'm super excited about football. I just want to like we, we can talk about football? I Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know we could talk about football. Let's talk about football. Oh my god, I so badly wanted to say the Colts are so shitty this year. <laughs> <laughs> And today, so, and today they were playing the Giants, and I was rooting for the Giants. I was like, Colt, you can't do this to me. You got to lose this game. You have oh to lose this God. game because then we get a better draft pick, right? I'm at least at least yeah. something comes That's, out of that. Something comes out of it. Something comes out of it. But it's I strategy, mean, ever, people. I'm telling you, throw that game, man. Throw it. Um, they, I'm telling you, ever since Andrew Luck retired, we have not been able to recover. It's been from bad. That. It's been You've got bad. a great running back. What's his name? Oh, oh Jonathan gosh. Taylor's amazing. Yeah. He was the leading rusher last year. Yeah. I mean, guy can of the NFL. Run, the air, run the air out of the football. Run he's the amazing. air out of it. He's, he's incredible. He's amazing. Yeah. He needs yeah, well, to be and traded to have... and to have a, a shot of winning something. Well, I think what's going to happen. So this is a good see. Oh, my God. We we have opened up a can of worms with this. I'm just telling you now. Um we there are a lot of good quarterbacks coming out this year. Yes, there are coming out of the and not just good at college level, like good going to be good moving forward. Right yeah. um, now, I'm not sure that there's a Patrick Mahomes in this class. 
Uh, but I would guess there's a Joe Burrow in this class. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you don't Joe Burrow is the Cincinnati Bengals quarterback. Patrick Mahomes is the Kansas city chiefs quarterback. Just so, just so everybody's on the same page. Right. Fair, fair point. Yes. Uh, yeah. But um, I think there, I think there are, you know, and if it's not Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, I think just right. I mean, it's in that. Yeah. It's right there. Right. You know, so I, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, but I'm you know, like, the, I'm like, oh my God, Colts, you have to lose. Just lose. I, I got a hot take on Patrick Mahomes. I got a hot take. All right. Let's hear it. Patrick Mahomes is hands down a fantastic quarterback. I'm not taking away from anything that he does. Absolutely. However, and th- this may be wrong, right? This this may be wrong, so don't at me again because you know what? I yeah. won't read Put it. Put your thumbs away. <laughs> Put your uh, thumbs away. So I think longevity-wise, if we're talking the longevity of quarterbacks now, Tom Brady's expanded uh, well, longevity of quarterbacks for 20 years, right? You can't – you have to set him completely aside. Oh, yeah. He's you an You cannot outlier. discuss – yeah, you cannot discuss – I mean, he's 45 years old. Still playing Still professional playing at, football at an elite level. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, if his team insane. around him was better, he would. They would be better. I mean, yeah. he's uh he he's, is. I mean, he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but he's also I, vegan. Strictly, he's also he vegan? yes. He oh, also wow. okay. will not. Cool. He doesn't eat any um, uh, like bread. Won't have any bread. Won't have like he his his philosophy of all that is extreme and then he also has a physical program that he does um yeah. and you can read about it if you look it up you can read about it and you can actually do it you can you know all that stuff that has caused his muscles to stay at a uh high level flexibility and ability to stretch and do things that you can do when you're younger right those all those ligaments wow. and stuff stay um in that in that form um because a lot of times what happens when you get older the reason they stop playing people have to stop playing is because they can't play at the same level because their body won't let them yeah but it's their muscles and like ligaments and such that are won't let them right it's not that they don't have it up in their head they physically can't and so his program has extended that right has that is the longevity of that um, is what's so amazing about what he's done. But uh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Patrick Mahomes. No, sorry. no, 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 that's fine. Yes, I think it's called, it's called the TB12 method. The TB12 method. Yes, yes, um, you're right. You're right. You're right. Good call. Tom Brady nice. is an outlier. I oh. agree. In I don't think we'll like, ever see anything else like it. So I agree. Like, hats off to you, man. You are the greatest quarterback to play in the game. I really don't think we'll ever see anything like that. It, for another 40 no. 50 years maybe like no. I, oh yeah like it's yeah. not gonna happen for a while it's not gonna happen he's more than generational yeah right i think patrick mahomes is a generational talent he is more than generational so exactly and that's where i think where i think joe burrows is more like stereotypically it's like i don't know these people right just going based off of what i see and how they play i think joe burrow is more like tom brady than patrick mahomes is like tom brady patrick mahomes will give you a whole slew of highlights but if you want someone who's going to i think uh analytically destroy you on the football field like joe burrow won't give you a lot of flashy highlights but he will outscore you 
Patrick yeah. Mahomes will throw yeah. it behind his head. He's playing like he's playing a video he'll game. Between your, he'll throw it between your legs. <laughs> yeah, like he's doing things that you've never seen before. Right. But like right. on the highlight reel, it looks great. But I don't know if it'll always add up to points. And so I'm saying like right. in the terms of like right. over a 20 year well, career, who will win more? Right. Well, and you know, the thing about one of the reasons that Patrick Mahomes can do what he does is that he was also a great baseball player. Yes. Like he chose to go, he got drafted into the major league baseball mm-hmm. and chose to go NFL route. And so he has those, he has the ability to throw a ball when he's in weird positions, weird body positions, because he dove for something or he was on his knees or he, you know, baseball players are are freaks of nature as far as that's concerned. They can they can throw in in all sorts of contorted weird ways if you ever watch baseball, the good ones. Yeah. I mean, yes. you know, shortstops, I don't know how they do what they do. They, Freak I, it's just Oh, it's just amazing, right? That's why there are so few good ones. So few great ones. Let's say yes, that. So, so sure. few great ones. Um but uh so that helps him, right? He's using though that skill set on the football field because many of his sidearm throws and his weird little things look an awful lot like a baseball throw. Yes, they do. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. And this is why you watch two guys talking shit. Everybody. We talk about everything here. Anything, anything. We talked about (laughs) blackface at the beginning. And now we're talking about Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas city chiefs at the end. And we talked about not done blackface. No, we've not done blackface. We've not done blackface. We were just talking about blackface. If you came late to the party, we were just talking about it. Um, no, we've we've not done blackface. No, 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 no. Uh, and, and if you question that, just watch the video, you know, go to YouTube, watch the video. It's all good. It's all good. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's what you get when you get, when you get us, that's what you get, right? You get the whole yeah. thing. We even talked about, we talked about classical music. We talked about musical theater. We talked about, yeah. we talked about everything. And we learned a lot about you this time around, Mr. Clay. Yeah, we did. We, le- we learned a lot about each other and that's what we, we learned. did. Yeah. Yeah. I learned a lot about you that I didn't know. Um, I, that I knew tangentially, right? right? That's a right. big word. That was my 25 cent word for the day. Okay. Um, and vocab. And I didn't, <laughs> yes, exactly. And you get vocabulary. Wait, you know, uh, I think those are things that I knew kind of tangential, whatever that word is. I can't, right, I'm not going right. to be able to say it again uh, about you, but I never knew that about you. Right. We had never yeah. talked about it. So now it's super exciting. I think it's going to be a great, a great year. Um, you know, we started, We now we could say we started this podcast last year, baby. We did. <laughs> we did. Episode uh, two, but we started it last year. Last year. I love it. Know? I love it. It's going to be good. It's gonna be great. The, this year, I think, for Two Dudes Talking Shit is going to be fantastic. I am excited for us. I think it's going to be great. I'm excited that all you guys are listening to. Um, we yeah. talked about doing this for a year. And I've learned a lot about you too, Jim. Like you came through, I would say one of the hardest parts in your life, right? Like one of the hardest points, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Probably without it being like the loss of a parent or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, yeah. Anybody that suffers from anxiety out there, I'm with you. I get it. And it's hard. Just get help. Right. Just. Yeah. Absolutely. So Um, yeah. But yeah. So, you know, Hey, 
we're growing, we're changing, we're learning. Who knows? You know what? A year from now, who knows what the fuck we're going to be talking about? Oh, absolutely. Oh, one last thing. One of the greatest journalists to ever do it. Rest in peace to the goat, Barbara Walters, everybody. Oh, Rest thank in you peace very much. Yes. Honestly. Yes. And you want to talk about somebody that changed an industry. Yeah. That woman, she broke every glass ceiling there was. Broke? Shattered. Shattered. With a fucking bat. Absolutely. <laughs> he came in and said. Absolutely. They were like, you're not sitting at our table. She said, bitch, I brought my own. This is my table. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean I'm not sitting at your table? You're not sitting at my table. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I agree. Rest in peace, Barbara Walters. That was, um, she was uh, uh, one of a kind. A special, truly. special lady. Yeah, truly. True, true, truly. True. truly. My mom hey. would always watch her. Oh, that. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, hey, if you want to get a hold of us, um, you can comment wherever you're listening to this podcast and we'll get those you um can go to youtube if you are if you're watching us on youtube click that like button and the subscribe because we'll also have all these podcasts on youtube uh, and you can comment there uh you can email me at jim at the goofy guy.com that's jim at the goofy guy.com uh and wes where can they get a hold of you if they want to talk to you uh, you can talk to me on my website, WesleyAnthonyClergé.com. You can always shoot me uh, an Instagram DM as well at I am Wesley Anthony. Um, either one of those platforms is probably the best way to reach me. Nice. Um, love it. Love it. Nice. Nice. And we'll both eventually have two guys talking shit emails. Yes, for sure. That's coming soon. You will. That's coming soon. I just haven't, I haven't quite got that done yet, but, but it's coming. It's definitely coming. Hey, uh, as always, Mr. Clerge, I love talking to you. Um, It's always a joy. It's always fun. You never know what we're going to talk about. That's what I think I love the most is that it's just so free flowing and we just feed off each other. Um, I can't imagine what's going to happen when we're actually sitting across from each other in the same room, which we'll do occasionally. Oh, absolutely. Uh, that's going to be just crazy. That's going to be crazy. The studio is almost done, buddy. Like I, I'm telling you, it's almost done. So yeah, probably, yeah, so probably we, in like the next few months and we're, we're all. Oh away. yeah. We're totally going to, we're totally going to make that happen. That's totally because, because us sitting across from each other will only amp this up. Absolutely. So, so yeah. So, but thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, Keep listening. Keep checking us out. If there's something that you want us to talk about, please let us know. Uh, if you, there's a topic that you would like to know what a 54-year-old white man thinks and a 30-year-old black man, let us know. Yeah, let us know. Because uh, we definitely are not going to hold back our opinions uh, about anything. So, oh, I know what I wanted to talk about. We'll have to talk about it next time. Okay. Next time. I got a fun next topic time. for next time. Alright everyone, tune in next week. We got no plan and no script, just two dudes talking shit. (laughs) That's it! That's the thing! Got no plan and no got no script. Just two dudes talking shit. Just two dudes talking shit. That's it, dude. Oh my god, I gotta write that down. That is totally that is not only our saying, like our thing, that is like gonna be a song. That is like, we are going to write a song for the intro of this, and that's going to be it. That was perfect. That's perfect. Take care, everybody. 
See you next time. We'll talk to you later. (laughs) 